Alpha Mission. Defend your home planet against the Seven Stars Alliance. to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. And I'm Sean. And there's a rumor that a certain Sam Smith might join us uh, at some point in this episode, so don't be alarmed there if you start sightings. hearing him talk. Yeah, he's somewhere around the studio. I have a blurry photo of him crossing the street into the woods. That's like a sign of seeing the, the ring tape, right? <laughs> <laughs> Usually, like, if you saw the ring tape and then you took a photo of that person, they'd have, like, a swirled face that was clearly just like a cute photoshop effect wait was it actually like that uh, yeah yeah in, oh, the, wow. in the movie yeah yeah. Okay. everybody who saw the tape it would be like oh take my picture now and it's like oh my god something's wrong with him we should make sure he's okay then we should do like a watch party we'll okay. be right back. <laughs> <laughs> the why isn't the ring getting an nes game friday the 13th is gonna get one eventually you know um, what did get an nes game yeah let me hear it some guy's idea called Alpha Mission. Alpha Mission did get an NES game, and it's brought to you by SNK. That's right. Do you remember, guys, SNK? They're back. Oh, I remember. <laughs> um, what do you remember them for? Nothing. Great. Fighting games. Um, no. Uh, but yes, you, that's how you can remember them now. They yeah. haven't done that yet. Oh, um, wait, they've made a game already? Yeah, they did. Um, you might remember the classic Athena. Oh, God. They did something else, too, right? Yes, yeah. they also did Ikari Warriors. Right. Oh, good for and them. And so we know that right now, in my book, they're in 0 for 2. <laughs> uh, is anybody giving them a 1 for 2 or a nope. 2 for 2? No, not I. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's listened to the classic Athena episode, which was 10 minutes of gameplay, 40 minutes of sequels and spinoffs, <laughs> will know that uh, that was a very bizarre episode. That's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. I, but, I'll probably listen to it soon. But you're not wrong, Sean. Uh, SNK yeah. is known for doing, like, uh, fighting games, and they've even crossed over with, like, other fighting game companies. There's Capcom versus SNK 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. It's just weird to think of, like, two game dev- It's, like, almost like Nintendo versus Sony on, like, the <laughs> same scale for third-party developers. They should keep that in mind. You know, I would love to see um, Super Smash Bros. All-Star Royale. Yeah, with, oh, God, no, none of no, that. Yeah, that, that was really bad. <laughs> PlayStation Battlestar, All-Stars Royale, whatever that was called, was awful. So I've, I'm getting a, an idea that we just don't want to talk about this game because... Are you talking about Alpha Mission? The, the game Alpha Mission. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alpha Mission, otherwise known as ASO, Armored Scrum Object in Japan. Which is odd. Uh, that, that's, what it, that's what it was called. Yeah, that's the game that we are playing today and talking about, if we so choose. Uh, so well, let's I'd... talk about something else for a little bit longer. <laughs> no, I like no, the no. idea that you have to keep segueing, finding like... <laughs> like uh, Natural ways to segue into... uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think we should do first impressions, because I think that's the best way to kind of enter in a game like this, is just kind of give vague little clues as to what we're doing uh, in this game called Alpha Mission. So, Joe, take me through your first impressions. I'm not going to lie. My my first impression for this, just unfairly based off the fact that it's like this shmup, I'm just kind of like, ah another one like i'm just Mm -hmm. i'm just tired of them personally so i tried to set that aside and like decide what i really thought of this game and uh i don't know it just didn't it just didn't hit much for me that's different enough or better than any of the other games like this that we've played in fact i think it was significantly worse than a lot of them but it it, it, definitely initial impression it wasn't i wasn't impressed okay sean Uh, i am also getting some shmup fatigue and the fact that this didn't really do anything fun or different or 
uh, have any kind of originality did not help. I I know this has its own deep lore um, that I'm sure we'll get into, but it's just another, like, you know, Earth Under Attack. Uh, there's no real cool designs. It's just, you know, your run-of-the-mill shmup. And knowing that it was a shmup, and if you guys remember, we had that conversation a few episodes back where um, we, I was like, could we ever get tired of shmups? Like, the answer and, is and, yes. And you guys were like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm there yet. You have fun with uh, this game. I, I had, well, hold on. I never said that. Okay. I'm just saying that when I started up this game, since I'm giving my first impression, uh, I, I was like, oh, it's a shmup. I don't really need to read the manual. I'll just kind of like play through it once oh, blind to mistake, see what's going yeah. on. And I played through it blind, and I just remember that moment where I hit, like, the select screen, and all of a sudden, all these other ships popped up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to need to read the manual to understand what's going on here. <laughs> so, going over to the manual, if we can do a little tales from the manual section. The uh, the first thing I want to talk about, which I don't know if it's apparent to you guys, but it's it's in my version of the manual, but it's also the box art cover is is a pretty awesome box art cover of the ship, which is, I guess, the ASO, the Armored Scrum Object. First thing, like, there's giant alien-like wasp bug-looking creature. It's really cool. And so I'm always down for, like, great cover art, you yeah. know? I think that's how people used to buy, like, vinyl albums, is you would just, like, look at the cover and yep, be like, this looks how... like something I would sound good. That's how I used to buy games, too, though, like, yeah. like when I was a kid. Yeah, and so yeah. I think like for this one, this one would have made me think like, oh, I'm in yeah. fighting big bees. Uh, bees? Yeah. yeah, I hate bees. <laughs> <laughs> I really do in real life hate bees. So I would have played this game and not have been scared at all because the graphics weren't real enough. Unlike in um, Banjo Kazooie, that shark that oh, shows up in the water, very, very real, very scary. Bees. He has like a speech bubble that pops up before you ever see him, saying, borderline saying, "I'm going to eat you." Alive. So. Let me take a, a quick step to the side real quick. If there was a shark that, like, said, I have bees in my mouth, and then he I'd opened I'd be terrified. His, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. if more what, so? More than bears, bear in pajamas, or? Uh, no, and they don't know that about me, and I don't want too many people to know that about me, so we'll just leave bears in pajamas at that. Okay. Getting back to the manual, though, uh, believe it or not, all NES games have a story. Uh, <laughs> every single one. <laughs> every single one of them. Uh, we learned in Super Mario Brothers that uh, the toads were turned into blocks, and so you're killing all the toads. We learned in Hogan's Alley that you're actually just training for the FBI. Yeah. That was crazy. Right. That was cool. Now we're learning that uh, for Alpha Mission, you're in the galaxy of Tetra Nova. A fierce war between seven stars has laid waste to their planets. Having destroyed each other's homes, the seven stars have formed an alliance to seek a new home where they can rebuild and regain their strength to go to war once again. The planet they have chosen? Earth! It just seems too out of the way. If they're from Tetra Nova, mm -hmm. and there are billions of stars with, I'm, I'm assuming, at least millions of planets that are hospitable to them, why come all the way over to the Milky Way and steal Earth? Like, it just... We're the best. Oh. Okay, that's where we're going. I was actually about to call on Joe for a different unrelated thing because he's our science guy. Is he? Uh, you know, I, we need one. Um, uh, I guess I'll, I'll start doing some research. I was going to ask you how many, how many light years away is Tetra Nova from Earth, but I like your explanation for why they chose Earth a lot better. <laughs> they, yeah, we don't they, need to know how like, far away. They, they we don't care travel. how far away it is. 
get us there. They said to their to their scientists. Yeah, I was under the impression that it was because like you know they we have life forms on Earth. There might you know there's a lot of planets mm-hmm. without life forms and they're not worth. Yeah, there checking are out. at least seven in Tetranova. <laughs> so I mean, I'm sure they're not the only seven. Okay. But I'm sure it's not also all one billion planets. Sure. You know what? Maybe they just look for um, a challenge. They're just like, fine. all right, let's let's not do it's the fine. least amount of work here. Let's do a little extra work and get get Earth. I'm 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 past it. I've 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 made amends with it. Well, I got good news for you, okay? Because the story does continue. Oh. So because they've chosen Earth, you must pilot the fighter ship SYD, otherwise known as SID. Uh, so not ASO. And you have to pilot that ship against the deadly fleet of the Seven Stars Alliance. The fate of Earth rests in your hands. It's a big responsibility for a child. True. But you don't have to be a child to play this game. Well, you, but, you're, but presumably because they're saying you must pilot the fighter ship, they're saying that you as the child are also the person in the cockpit. And I would like to prefer, like, you know, in Akari Warriors, they don't say that's you on the battlefield. Are you role-playing as a child in this scenario? Well, n- No. Okay. Okay, so let's just drop that. Uh, <laughs> that's actually the only thing I have for Tales from the Manual, unless anybody else has anything. That's it. Yeah, not really. Well, guys, this is definitely not the end of the show. We've only just begun. We're going to talk about gameplay now, uh, which is primarily what video games are all about. Mostly. Wow, it sounds like this is our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> like our first time with a video game. Or we've had like three robots just like listen to all of our other episodes, and they <laughs> through the concept of machine learning, yeah, they're, they're trying to yeah. host the podcast. It's like that script. Like it, we, we fed uh, a black box uh, neural network uh, all of the any uh, nostalgia scripts, and this is what it's come up with. Right. I, I think we should do that. <laughs> so let's talk about controlling the Sid, uh, your <laughs> ship. I have a couple of things I want to bring up. Okay, uh, he's slow. Okay, like incredibly slow at the start. The ship, the ship barely barely crawls, and this even the scrolling of the level itself. We're used to kind. Of, I, at least I'm kind of used to from the other ones. Getting a, a good amount of enemies and things on yeah. the screen, and then like you know, pacing your way through them and being prepared for the next round. This one, you start off at such a crawl, yeah, that it's like it's not just the crawl of the scroll either. It's also you can't even move across the screen with any sort of speed. Yeah, it's like I can't go from the top of the screen to the bottom. I have to actually think about my movement, and that's because there's power ups for those kinds of things to increase your speed and and uh, power and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I understand that part of it. I just wish they would have started a ship that is going to take on the Seven Star Alliance yeah. a little more powerful, right? They wouldn't send like the the most basic ship out to battle <laughs> and be like, oh, but don't worry, we scattered a bunch of upgrades <laughs> yeah. throughout the map. We also named it Sid, so you know it's cool. <laughs> uh, and then also I wanted to talk about that uh, he requires like a energy, which is like the new uh, fuel system, if you will. Uh, yeah. But you don't you don't crash and burn if you run out of energy, unlike like what usually happens with fuel. But instead, you kind of like use that as like to cash in on things. Like yeah. energy is worth points, and then you can use those things to cash in. But it's not entirely like clear how that works. Does it? Do either of you guys like I, explain that? Better? I mean, I thought it was relatively straightforward. Okay. Where. Um, they're scattered around the playing field are, I guess, little warehouses or little sheds, but, you know, space sheds. And right. if you blow them up in the same way that you would a turret, which it's like an air to ground combat thing. So you can only use your missiles for that. Um, they will drop letters 
And these letters correspond with upgrades for speed and for energy. And I, there's a few other things like warping, and, but we'll get to that. And if you pick up an E, that's your energy. And you can use that to use special abilities that you use you go to the select screen for um but i thought that like you know you pick up energy and then you expend it when you use your special ability and that's that is there like a certain amount required though like i couldn't figure out like if there like there was like a maximum energy you're allowed to have how much energy you before you could only unlock have, things i think you can only have 24 because i always stopped it stopped counting at 24 for me got it but yeah no i think it's relatively clear how that works Okay, yeah. and I think since you since you mentioned the 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 pickups or the power ups and yeah. the, the energy and the missiles and all that, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but I kind of felt like they just did they just not have time to like design like a sprite for those things. They were just like let's just make it the le- the first initial of what it is in a box. Like I don't know, I, yeah. I, I felt like it I mean, felt at least it's visually to me. Like, clear. Yeah, that that was the positive to it. But yeah. uh, but I, I wouldn't mind learning that like oh that's missiles because it looks like a missile. Like taking yeah. it I didn't like how everything. I didn't like how everything was a letter. Right. True. You know every yeah. single thing and even the 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 bad ones are just the letter reversed. You gotta be quick. <laughs> like if you get the backwards e, which is the three. Um, really they just hated people with dyslexia yeah if you get that one you actually lose energy it's yeah. weird that i, I mean i kind of like this i think this is a point in favor of the game for me that there are like bad power-ups we haven't seen that yet uh yeah. like where even your power-ups might be your enemy right <laughs> well i i just feel like the like the sprite artist woke up the morning he was going to turn in all his sprites and was like oh shit like what about the power-ups? And he was like, all right, we'll just do, like, the letter, the initial yeah. in a square. Like, it just just felt a little rushed. Okay. And then we were talking about missiles versus shooting, and I kind of wanted to get back to that because we we have had that a few times now in, uh, in shmup-style games where missiles are used for ground combat, and then you also shoot in the air at other things, so you kind of have to differentiate between... What's something you can shoot bullets at versus what do you need to use missiles on? Yeah. And in this game, I actually thought it was very well done. I think it was very clear what was what. I think that at this point, though, and I'll let you finish. Yeah. But I think that it's a pretty codified uh, game mechanic where it doesn't – it's sort of like expected with the package now that there's going to be two different kinds of firing for if you're going from air to ground or air to air. So I'm not going to give it – too much credit just because it's doing what other games have done as well well if you want me to give a shout out where shout outs do i think it's back to 1942 yeah. which did use the other button as a way to um kind of dodge all combat for a little bit of time mm-hmm. to kind of reset your location you did a a flip in the air and for for that point of in time you were completely invincible yeah wouldn't mind seeing like something like that return to the shmup games again we might not see that very often because I think they kind of do need this differentiation between like tanks, which mm-hmm. clearly are not in the air, <laughs> but are present in war mm-hmm. uh, versus like, you know, other alien spaceships. Yeah. Thank you. 
then, you know, like, I don't know if this is something that I just was experiencing, but when there's more than, like, seven enemies on screen, was anybody else experiencing, like, a tremendous slowdown? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was slow big. down and flicker. And not slow down for your ship. I'm talking about, you know, to Joe's frame point. Frame to frame. Like, yeah, yeah, frame rate drops. Like, I didn't know that could happen yeah, in these NES like, games. Not only are you just that slow, and your power-ups don't even get you all that fast, but the game programming itself will make it even slower it it's not I, I don't know if it gets a pass because we've seen games that do the exact same thing and perform perfectly yeah I, gradius had no yeah. um difficulty emulating all that stuff and arguably looked better yeah i mean not arguably <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay well, it just so, depends on your your preference if you like jank looking things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well there was like that um some of the some of the alien spaceships looked like um, like sea creatures uh, in real life. Like there was that one that looked like the um, the skeleton thing with the you grab by the tail that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Fuck? This is a real life I don't thing. Know. Yeah, 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 it's a real life thing. It's, well, um, uh, can we put a picture yeah, of this like thing a, in the show notes? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking okay, about. You know what I'm talking about. It's that thing. Yeah. What is that? Can I see? No, no, no! You yeah, can't okay, see. You're, you're yeah, it would be too quick. much for me. No, it's fine. I look. It's I'm not, not gonna, gonna get I don't know chair. the name, but like these things, <laughs> they look a lot like sea creatures. So I thought we were fighting bugs based on the box art. Then I find out we're in the manual. We're fighting like a, a different, like a totally different galaxy altogether. But then the ships come in and they start looking like sea creatures again. So who is this war really against? I think we're playing Schoon again. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're right. But in space. Oh, shoot, I played Schoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about Schoon this whole time. Uh, no. Okay. Let's um, let's get away from the slowdown issues and, and many of the issues that we have in this game. I will point out that if you do suffer from slowdown, that doesn't make you... You would think that that would make you better at this game because you have more opportunities to, like, time out what you're going to do. But the slowdown affects you possibly even more than the ships. When things were... When I was having, like flickering and frame problems i was more susceptible to dying than i was shooting down the new super slow ships well yeah because like the whole rhythm has changed now it's like you can't really i mean they're going slow but i can still see myself dying many times because of the slowdown uh it, it really throws you off your game and we talked about most of the items but we didn't talk about this warp and uh reverse and so the warp one will it'll bring you forward three like stages, which Screens, usually yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah, usually stages means um, like actual levels, but that doesn't happen really in this game. It's all just one kind of fluid experience mm -hmm. the the game, and there's no there's no story going on. There's well, no, I mean like, there is a it does get broken up a bit because there will be a lot of background. Uh, objects when you're just going through a level but once you get to the boss it's just black space right so you know where like the division yeah is. you know where the division is um and there is like a it does pop up that says like level one or something like oh really okay yeah. i guess i didn't pay attention to that yeah. because I, I thought that was strange i remember thinking throughout the game i was like what's the progression system is it just a high score like uh, pretty much but okay. <laughs> um it's not beatable right this game isn't it doesn't end yeah it doesn't end and that's not great yeah. I don't like games that don't end. So Pac-Man even ends. <laughs> when it stops being able to compute it yeah. itself. <laughs> but that's what, you know, Pac-Man's a metaphor for, like, hacking, so it would make sense, you know. The whole, yeah. like it was meant to be? Yeah. 
so let's get into the weapon select because I think that this is something that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But then um, the execution is terrible. So with weapon selecting, uh, other than like having your ship have like power ups that continue to be added to it, we've seen in other games little mini ships come to your side. We've seen uh, versions where like now you shoot lines of four instead of just two. Um, I, we've seen uh, force fields and stuff like that. So instead of that happening and having that as like a permanent kind of thing, instead you get the weapon select option, which is this separate menu where you choose your new ship based on which ships you've collected in the levels. Yeah. And there's a lot of different options, some some that are really cool. But to select them, you hit the select button and are brought like, into like yeah. a menu your ship becomes a mouse. Yeah, you're now a cursor on a on like a bitmap of just all of the different shapes of the of the ships. And I guess it's just I don't actually know how else they would have done this to to be as clear as to what you're choosing. I guess they could have just had press select until you get to what you want, but it's it's an inelegant solution to a problem. So I I guess it's fine. For me, I I did think of a solution for this, and I'm not saying that it's better. I'm saying this was my offering as, like, I think that that's a really clunky way to do it. It halts gameplay. It's pretty much like a pause screen where you get time to now just decide what you're going to pick, and and you're just, like, roaming. It's it's, it's almost like immersion inventory. if there is immersion in the game. It actually does break. It could be uh, exploited now that I think about it because it does actually send you back a bit. If you're about to die, you could just press the select button, I guess. That's true. But I did notice, too, and I don't know if this was a lack of energy, but there were certain times where I couldn't oh, um, okay. select stuff. So I don't know if that just has to do with, like, coming up on a boss now so you can't change or if I was actually just low on energy and unable to huh. exchange it for power-ups. But I think that if you made it so this way the power-ups were actually just something that you collected, right? Like, if you wanted the... Um, the Octo ship version, which is a really cool thing where bullets spread in all eight directions, right? Who wouldn't want that? It's something that you pick up on the map. Your ship does like a cool little transformation slash fade, maybe something simple, into that new ship. And now that's your ship until you collect the next power-up or die. Okay. I think that's one solution. Another solution, if you want to keep it up to choice, is that when you're hitting the select button, you can cycle through the options while the game is still going. So mm-hmm. you see the actual ship change designs, because I think that was one super plus here if we're talking about like the low effort sprites being <laughs> the letters and stuff like <laughs> At that. At least the ship looks At different. At least the yeah. ship yeah. looks noticeably different and pretty cool. There are some really cool ship designs yeah. in this one. I, I would have liked to just like toggle through that. The downside of that one is that it probably would require you to know which shape was which one you wanted. Yeah. Like, you might know Octo because of the way it looks, but are you going to know the difference between Fire and Thunder? Maybe not. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't particularly care for, for the inventory thing, but I think I still prefer it to, to, at least in the way that, for what they're trying to do, I still think I prefer it to the other options. Like, I, I would rather choose than have to cycle through while playing, because then mm-hmm. I feel like I would distract myself from yeah. playing. And... I would so probably die doing it, that. How'd you feel about it in Gradius, where it was like, remember, you, you were doing it all I, live and I, checking? I liked it, but I, I wouldn't have... I mean, I don't think I would have hated a, an inventory system. Granted, it, it is like the... You're giving up the immersion a little bit to, like, to break in, but, like, I don't know. That happens in games. you got to pause to... What to if select a power up? It wasn't just a random bitmap with these ships spread around, but instead it was sort of it was designed to look like a 
screen in your cockpit, maybe that would be better for the immersion. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate that either. Yeah. And I think even, you know, and I'm sorry that I didn't notice this while I was playing, but to your point about, like, there's almost like a thing that says, like, you've after you beat the boss that you're in the next stage. Yeah. If there's some kind of, like, docking sequence, we've seen that several times where you'll just dock somewhere and then come back up. And that's the only chance for you to pick your new yeah. machine yeah, yeah. for that, that level. Change you know? the game up a lot, but that would be a cool gameplay element where it's like you have to plan a little bit for and then what all you could. Be. Yeah, and then all you would need to do is press select and you would stop shooting, like, pew-pew bullets and... You could you can you could do your special ability with that, right, which right. you chose. Yeah, yeah. I think I think one thing that I'm surprised about is that we haven't like this is a creative use for the select button, but we haven't seen too many like super creative uses for the select button, and I'm not sure why because like yes, the start button should always be like a pause or a menu thing, but the select button should almost be treated like a third button in some cases, right? If you don't have anything else for it, exactly. and it's what, kind of what two. this is. Yeah, it is a, yeah. a like a third button to like cycle through menu. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Instead yeah, of actually using it to select yeah, what game mode. Yeah, it's strange to me that that was, like, a lot of times that was, like, the sole purpose. One full button of the, what, <laughs> six <Yeah>. buttons <laughs> that there are is just to select game A So let, let's talk about the different ships. Uh, I'll read off some descriptions, and then I want you guys to tell me about which one you enjoyed the most. So we have uh, Octo, which fired in eight different directions. Uh, it has the strongest lasers, but it's on a time limit. Then there's shield, which creates a force field, which diminishes each time you are hit. So it's only as good as the force field lasts. Then you have cannon, fires a powerful wide-range laser, but has a time limit. Nuclear, which fires missiles with nuclear warheads. Each missile fired decreases your energy by four. So that one's more about keeping energy up, otherwise you won't be able to shoot uh, nuclear missiles. Homing fires guided missiles against ground targets. Each missile fire decreases energy by two, so again, an energy game. Fire, which shoots fire to destroy enemies, has a time limit. Time. Paralyzer stops smaller enemies by firing a sword beam so they can be destroyed by smashing, has a time limit. And lastly, Thunder. Shoots lightning to destroy all enemies on screen. Each shot decreases energy by eight, the largest energy decrease. So guys, which one? Um, I I I only used three. Um, okay. I played with Octo for a little bit. Uh, got sick of it. I I played with Thunder once. Thought it was neat. But if you're not using fire throughout this entire game, you're you're playing it wrong because it is so overpowered. It hits ships, uh, ground targets, and projectiles. Uh, when you uh, blow up any sort of like item drop you can just pick up energy there and it's just slowly refilling as you're expending i've act i was actually able to play through one full level with the fire going the entire time wow including and that one's on boss. a time limit too so yeah. that's interesting that so they made the time limit that long it was just that long and uh, if you just keep picking up energy then it just adds to it so i thought it kind of broke it for me <laughs> because the boss wasn't even a boss at that point um but that was i mean it it is empowering, I guess. Sure. Yeah, uh, Joe, any thoughts on these different... I mean, not really. I, to be honest, I didn't use a ton of them. I used fire, and I used shield, and I know I definitely tried, like, a couple other ones, but... No Octo? Nothing, I nothing... feel like everybody I, tries I, I Octo. I think I did Octo as well, but, like, nothing really stood out to me as, like... I don't know, maybe it was also because I wasn't too high on the game anyways. Nothing stood out to me was, like, oh, this one's perfect, but... Uh, so I, I mean, like, admittedly, I didn't I didn't play like super far into this game. That's where totally I feel like fine. I more, uh, 
more power-ups. I think Octo is like the one that is definitely the coolest if you're asking which one's like really cool, but it's totally impractical when the bosses come around. <laughs> yeah. Uh it it's kind of useful. I don't even want to say it's super useful even on the regular parts of the stage because it's this idea that like you have a 360 degree spread now. But that spread's kind of weak. Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily... You be really close if you want to hit them with more than one. Right. It spreads out so far that there's a good chance you're going to miss most of the enemies. So I'm not, like, saying Octo's actually the good choice. I thought it was the coolest looking slash working one. Yeah. Um, Shield, I think it's a total waste of time. I think Shield is maybe more of, like, a learning thing. Uh, and then there's, like, a bunch of ones in here that are, like, tricks. I think Cannon... Nuclear, homing, and paralyzer are all completely worthless. <laughs> uh, they're things that sound really cool on paper, like homing, for instance. If I told you that you have the ability now in a shmup to fire guided missiles, there's a chance that you're going to want to get that. Yeah. But then you got to remember, that doesn't mean anything really in this game. That's against ground targets. And they're not moving. They don't shoot yeah. very often. Yeah, there are, you there could are a few, hit them yeah. normally anyway. There are a few things are like paralyzer like or things like that that... Are, are cool in concept, but the but the game has to be designed yeah. in order for those Very to work. Like the enemies balance. have to, there have to be enemies that are like, oh, this is where you're going to want to use paralyzer. But like they really didn't, at least as far as I played, didn't like. There was nothing where I was like, oh, what do I need for these enemies? Right. I mean, like I give them, I give them complete kudos for like including all of these power ups. I don't think we should be like. Like saying, like, oh, well, why'd they even think to include Paralyzer right. if they didn't design the stage around it? But no, it, it is a good point, too, that, like, if, if it's completely useless, it's not necessarily great. Yeah, but I do think be, it's fun to try different yeah. things if you've played the game several times. A bu- there could be a bunch of di- cool, uh, unique weapons, but if there is one that is is easier to complete the game with than the rest of them by a significant margin, then that's poor game design and poor balance. So, I mean, yeah, but I still stand by bad game design. Okay. Not to talk anymore about gameplay, let's move over to sequels and spinoffs, because I'm sure you guys knew that there must have been a sequel to Alpha Mission. If there it's made always by, is. Yeah, I mean, it's made by SNK, so they got to make at least one, and they do. They make Alpha Mission 2 which is uh, only on the Neo Geo, so good luck with that. But actually, it's available on PS4, so you'll be just fine. I always say good luck to the Neo Geo stuff because uh, Neo Geo things are, like, incredibly hard to find. Some people pay, like, $1,000 per game for Neo Geo stuff. But Alpha Mission 2 is virtually, like, the same thing as Alpha Mission 1, but apparently more polished and more of, like, a, a fan favorite kind of thing. But it came in so much later yeah. Um, I think it came in like 93. So there was more than enough time to like figure out what was wrong with this. Yeah, what was wrong and like how to make it better. And like the, the shmup genre in general had just evolved. But if you do want to try Alpha Mission, it is available on SNK 40th Anniversary Collection, which is, I think, now coming to PS4 or is already on PS4. It's on Switch. Oh. Um, it's on PC. And it's like. It's done by, like, a really cool group of guys. I know Frank Cifaldi, like, re- leads that group. and Never he's, he's like a He runs the video game, like, museum preservation uh, in oh, L.A. Oh, okay. Um, he's, like, he's, like, a big proponent of that and, like, make sure that games are being properly archived yeah. so that people can play them in I'm the future. I'm for that. Yeah. <laughs> and he also does these, like, <laughs> the <old> collections. <laughs> yeah. He does these collections as well with, like, a, I don't know what his company is or his team is. But they also did... Um, the Mega Man um, oh, okay. collection. 
for that. Not the second, like, not the X collection, just the original. Mega but these Mega also Mega. have like lots of neat little goodies in them too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, no, there's tons of goodies. There's actually like a lot of games that you can't even play in the SNK 40th anniversary collection. You just look but you at can them. just like, yeah, you can just see like interesting <laughs> stuff for like okay. they they made sure to include a lot of good games, but also like a lot of games that maybe people haven't heard of, and then also just like tons of i mean like and that's why i love these anniversary collection yeah. stuff just to go on like a small tangent uh my first exposure to any of that stuff was the sonic mega collection on oh, gamecube yeah. and it was just like really cool because they actually included like the covers for every single sonic comic and i just wow. got to like look through them all and like you know you can zoom in they were high-res art it was on my gamecube i was watching the stuff on my tv internet wasn't big at the time and i'm like wow this is a really cool way to find out about history of these yeah. games i wish more things would get collections S- sort of like the uh um the trophies in smash brothers but you don't have to unlock them yes and i think a lot of people talk about the trophies in smash brothers kind of being their entry point to nintendo history yeah so more things more people should be doing that stuff i think it's time for us to do the essential games list <laughs> This is a little thing where we all vote on the game, give it a yay or nay if it's essential, and that means if it's worth playing in 2000 and your year, uh, <laughs> which, you know, I, I bring that up not because we don't know when we're recording, but because you could, you be, could listening be listening to this. in yeah. the future. Yeah. yeah. So I think with, without further ado, uh, Sam, why don't you take us away with your essential games list vote? Cool. Uh, so I... Sam. In- yeah, how's it going? Oh, wow. Hey, hey yeah. what's up, Sam? Sorry, I was busy fighting in the Alliance, uh, <laughs> which I don't really understand, really, because how they're, like, teaming up to defeat Earth so that they can blow each other up again, it doesn't really make sense. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> they made, like, a peace treaty just to start yeah, war again. just so that they can be like, all right, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's pretty much how the conversation probably went down, right? They yeah. looked at each other angrily. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that amount of forethought into, you know, the story aspect of it alone uh, is kind of telling in this game. Because uh, my my biggest issues with this game were power-ups. Like, some of them just are not good. Uh, and But there's one thing that I wanted to talk about specifically that was there's a boss fight where that you need missiles to defeat the boss. And I at that point, I ran out of missiles... I don't think you can run out of missiles. I ran out, I ran out of missiles. How did you run out of missiles? There's a button for missiles. <laughs> yeah. It's like a separate button. But it was yeah. gone. No, I pressed them, but they weren't. Really? No more missiles. Um, I don't know about that. I don't think you can run out of missiles. Really? Yeah. Oh. Maybe, uh, maybe a defect. You might want to look into that card. I think well, I, had upgraded, I had upgraded my thing, my ship. And so I, maybe I just didn't have missiles or something. Oh, that could be interesting. Maybe you maybe you upgraded to a ship that, that runs missiles on yeah. energy. I think that's oh. what it was. Energy and then was, my energy oh, ran the homing, out. Maybe? And then I couldn't defeat the boss because you needed missiles. Nothing surprises me about this game not having the foresight um, to think through its boss. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah. That's, where, that's where that whole big roundabout wow. thing was going. Uh, this, it's like a very basic kind of shoot 'em up It doesn't really bring anything special to the table except for that cool little upgrade thing but that doesn't make you know it does it's not that it doesn't like push me over the edge to say that this is like a great game i i think it's a solid game kind of it's it's a game um but it is not essential okay uh, I like that. I like that ending. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they ever got talk feedback myself like down. that. Yeah. I wonder if SNK ever, like, as they were testing the game, somebody was like, "Yeah, it's a solid game. It's, well, it's, a, it's game. a game." Confirmed. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I like playing through the level parts until the boss 
Uh, I thought the boss fights were a little bit cheap, but um, you know, it didn't. It wasn't really special. Yeah. And just imagine the scientists at Konami, um, <laughs> which is a throwback to right. Twin B. Uh, I just imagine them like checking off, like they have like a bunch of boxes, and they ask the kids like, "Well, what'd you think?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's a game." And they have like game, and then they have macaroni and cheese, <laughs> and they're like checking off, they're checking the box. Another for one game. for the game for the game pile. <laughs> right. What does that make? Uh... Uh, karate champion. Karate champ. Karate champ is mac and cheese. Uh, Joe, you want to take me through your vote? Yeah, I think my essential vote is kind of a reworked version of my initial impression, which is first of all, yes, I was very uh, skeptical because I'm I'm not particularly interested in playing more shmups, so I tried to set that aside and give it a chance, and it just didn't bring anything particularly good, and, it, and there were some things that were particularly bad, and it. I, I didn't have a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Two no's, so it can't get into the essential games list, but Sean, if you... Oh, yes, it can. <laughs> For now. Um, By your rule. Oh, 50%? Yeah, oh, I feel like we go over this every couple episodes. I know, I know. I think I'm just I'm trying to change, change that. I'm down yeah. to change it. I think it should always be I think a it should be a majority as well. <clears throat> I think it should be one. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we got Alpha Mission here. Um, I This is a... It's like you take you took a template for a shmup. You didn't add anything to make it different. You just have the template for a shmup. And then you added frustration. Just lots of frustrations because we we didn't really talk about uh the boss fights too much until Sam brought it up. But the final boss, if there can be one, the the last boss before it, this game just loops over on itself is the the most uninteresting boss I've seen in a shmup. Like this is coming off after like Twin B which had these fun little, uh, they all had their own, um, they all had their own gimmick. Uh, this was just f- five turrets, and it would literally take you forever if you didn't have enough energy for a power up. So, it would not literally take you forever. It's still an essential, inessential. Okay. Um, anybody else starting to feel a little nervous about SNK? Whenever, like, you know, like this is this is for me. Not essential, and that makes it over three for me, uh, along with Athena and Akari Warriors. And I'm just saying that, like, I'm looking at like their list of SNK games on Wiki and seeing like what's coming to the NES, and it's just like, nah, I'm good actually. Like, I don't need any of these. I mean, they were never really in my in my ra- my wheelhouse. I would say. Okay, I thought, I thought Akari Warriors was fun. Oh, okay. But... We got an Akari Warriors fan. Yeah, <laughs> kill him. I just meant in general, like up to 2019, I I was never really into SNK games. So which one was Akari Warriors? Akari Warriors is you jump the... on trees and stuff. You what? can jump no. on trees. Oh wait, no. no, I'm thinking of the other one. Akari <laughs> Warriors is like Commando Plus. Yeah, where you can drive around in the tank. Oh, and right, the tank right. Because right. Commando was the one that I actually kind of had fun with, not Akari Warriors. Interesting. Warriors, okay, because I definitely think Akari Warriors is just a more competent Commando. I, yeah. I do remember now, but I don't remember what, what my reasoning was. But I remember specifically having fun with Commando, and I know other people didn't. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> we all have amnesia here. Yeah. I, I think. I think yeah. the biggest problem with this game. Is and and I know we said this a few times now, but I really just think that it, it's one thing to go ahead and like stick to a genre and, and say like, okay, great, we we've made the genre, like like this is a shmup, and it's like, yeah, but I've got at least four other shmups on this system. Why should I play yours over something like Gradius or Twinbee? And there was no reason. There was absolutely no reason. I might have preferred 1942. 
Ugh. to this, but only because of the aesthetic. Really? You know, like okay. I, I just I'd, I'd probably listen them to side by no, side. Nobody listens to nineteen forty two. You always play on mute. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Joe? Actually, I was going to say I'd probably put them side by side, but as I think about it, no, I think I would still prefer this over nineteen forty two. Yeah, I definitely think like. I'm the one making the leap there by saying that, but I, I guess what I mean is is just that the more I I played this game, the more disappointing it was that there was all of this like thought put into certain things with no payoff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you have all this choice to be like all of these other cool crazy ships, and none of them really matter. None of the power ups are really all that great, and if they are, it's like Sean's point. It's like the fire one, <laughs> which is just a game breaker. Just let you do whatever you want. You're you're invincible as long as everything's in front of you. Yeah. Uh, you know that's not that's not great. You know if you going back to Karate Champ since that was mentioned and I hate that game. If there was a button <laughs> well, in that that's, game that's that just, not a game that's mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there was a button in that game that just let you automatically KO your opponent, I wouldn't want it. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh great, give me some of that. Like now I can finally play that game. Because I was never able to successfully play Karate Champ. <laughs> Neither was I. But I heard the arcade version's okay. Anyway, that's all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time, because now we post episodes, like, way ahead on Twitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, hey, here's the next five games, and it's a pinned post. So always check them out to see what's coming up. You can write in thoughts. You can write in... Right on our wall. Yeah, right on our <laughs> wall. Um, go to our MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> We got a You'll really be in our cool. Top eight. Yeah. <laughs> We're um, at NostalgiaCast on AIM. We're selling our top eight. Like, if you want to be in our top eight, uh, it's five hundred dollars. Okay, that's now, a steal. That's now, a steal. <laughs> <laughs> if they really wanted to access us, they would go to www.nostalgiacast.com. That's where you get the show notes and links to other websites because we're just generous like that. We're like spread the love. Sure, you've always wondered, is NES Baseball haunted? Well, our website has the definitive answer on that. Um, nobody else has ever given a definitive answer. Some people have suggested it. Other people have mentioned the game, but never the hauntedness. We Some give... people talk about haunted things, but never NES Baseball. Yeah. You're saying people have mentioned the game and not the hauntedness? I just think it's a little That's crazy so weird. the Ghostbusters movie would come out in 1988. Baseball came out in 1985, and yet it's nowhere to be seen in that movie. That's, yeah, that's a good point. That See is weird. Ghost. Baseball, the NES game, not uh, no, baseball, right. the sport. <laughs> that was 83. That was, uh, I think, like 1835, <laughs> like uh, 45, 55, 65. It's one of those. It's 18X5 uh, was when it was invented. Mike, what's your what's your personal Twitter? Um, That's kind of personal. You say it every episode. I was trying to oh, get you're right. to end the yeah. episode. No, that's true. That's true. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.